Hi everyone, you're listening to Mary Read Scripture, a production of the Ephesus School Network. I'm Mary, and today I'll be reading and you'll be hearing from the Book of Romans. Let's begin, as we always will, by hearing Scripture. Today's reading is from Romans chapter 1, verses 24 through 27. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness, in the lusts of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. I'll be spending the next two episodes explaining verses 26 and 27. I reintroduced verses 24 through 25 into our discussion because there are connections, emphasis, and repetitions in the text that are important to our understanding, some of which can only be heard in Greek. So let's begin. The first word I want to point out is the word theo, which is translated as therefore in verse 24. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness. This probably seems like a silly word to point out, but if we aren't hearing it in Greek, we completely miss its counterpart, the uh, in verse 26. Theo functions as a word that connects two clauses or sentences and communicates that two directions are being expressed. It means because, therefore. It's a word that communicates cause and effect. Because the people in the text took a certain action, God, therefore, responded in a certain way. We have to review verse 23 to hear how the people acted, which was to change the glory of the undecaying, imperishable God into a likeness of an image of mortal or decaying man and animals. God's response to this action was to, therefore, give them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves. The action on the part of the people continues despite God's response, or perhaps because of it. We will discuss this in greater detail next week, because the Greek goes out of its way to emphasize this. For now, we can say that the continuation of action is reflected in the word via in verse 26, which is translated as, for this reason. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. Via properly means all the way through or across to the other side. In fact, via is the root of our word diameter in English, which is a straight line passing through the center of something. It's as if the actions of the people have a forward momentum that culminates in results that God himself is willing to let them have. However, we won't see the culmination of this movement until verses 28 through 32. The text also goes out of its way to make it known that both sexes participate in these actions, for even their women exchange the natural use for what is against nature. The Greek word for women is thelis, which means female, and comes from the word thele, which means the female breast and one who gives suck. The word for even in Greek is t, and means and, 
and both, or both and. Interestingly enough, this word occurs 204 times in the New Testament, but is often not translated, which gives one cause to wonder what isn't being, quote-unquote, included in the translation of the text. Here we can say that Paul is pointing out that this behavior extends to the women as well, lest we think it only applies to the men. Paul goes on to say in verse 27 that likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. The Greek word for men is arsin, which means male or man. It most likely comes from the word ero, which means to raise, take up, or lift. For our text here, both females and males are being defined by functional characteristics. Finally, let's look at the word exchanged that Paul uses in both verse 25 and 26. At first glance in English, this word might seem perfectly ordinary, but the Greek word is only used twice in all of scripture, here in verse 25 and 26 by Paul. This is cause for us to pay attention. One has to assume that Paul is using this word because he needs it to communicate what he specifically wants to say. This word in Greek is metalasso, and is a combination of the words meta, which implies a change afterwards or the after effect of something, and the word alasso, which means to change, exchange, alter, or transform. To understand why Paul is using this word, we need to go back to verse 23, where the people change the glory of the undecaying, imperishable God into a likeness of an image of mortal or decaying man and animals. The word Paul uses for changed in verse 23 is simply alasso, without the meta in front of it. So we can say that Paul is probably singling out this word to specifically express that the actions of the females and males who exchanged the natural use for what is against nature is an after effect of the people exchanging the truth of God for the lie and worshiping and serving the creature rather than the creator. This in turn is an after effect of the fact that the people change the glory of the undecaying, imperishable God into a likeness of an image of mortal or decaying man and animals. Here the text is again expressing the forward momentum of the human behaviors that cause God to give them up, which we will talk about more next week. Since the text has a lot of movement in it, I'm going to wait until Paul completes his thoughts in verse 32 to review and put everything together. Until then, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Mary Read Scripture. Bye!